2: Plus, have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details.
3: Forever, dog.
4: I mean, how many times have we talked about sequels? <laughs> how many times have we t- have we lamented sequels and remakes and reboots? <laughs> <laughs> before it gets old
3: <laughs> we live in a world of sequels like it's just nothing else you can do about it this is who we are now yeah my thing <laughs> is weird is like when the sequel for the reboot is like 15 or 20 plus years i'm like that like it's a lot it's like we had like well that's a, that's everything
4: now i mean right like they're just bringing back everything
3: we'll just do it with like a new cast <laughs> if you want to re-envision it just like all right cool we're just gonna redo this thing but I mean, like, they're
0: bringing back it. Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. Which, which to me, even I remember when they announced that. It now feels like, like, did it just get pushed back a bunch because it got, of it got because pushed back of so much? COVID? It was supposed to
4: come out twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, and it's still not out. <laughs> okay, now it feels like it's too late somehow, which I think is unfair. But it feels like it's like now it's like just don't just don't release it, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> just do something else you know
4: i'm trying to think of stuff that has come out that i've even like been like excited for but they were like doing another one of and i don't think i can think of any
0: ghostbusters um, was was that for me that was yeah, the one that I, I, was, yeah, I wasn't and then you saw you you were excited about this the which one i was the? excited about this ghostbusters the one that
3: just came out and i saw it twice i i remember you have been excited and then I wasn't, and I saw it. and I was like, "Oh, I actually didn't really like the movie." Oh, okay. What were you saying you saw it twice? Yeah, I
0: saw it. I, I not only did I like it, but I was like, I gotta see it another time too. I
4: personally wish that these movies would stay dead. I don't need like some sort of Matrix resurrections for old. Are you proud of that what? one? <laughs> Are you proud of like that one? Are you proud of that one? What do you mean? Like, you just did your transition thing. Are you proud of that? No, no, no. You're confused. I'm just saying that some of these old films, like Ghostbusters was made in the 80s. Like, I don't... You know what I mean? I don't want to live in the Matrix Resurrections.
3: (laughs) What is the 80s and the Matrix Resurrections? Yeah,
0: what does it mean to live in the Matrix Resurrections? He don't know, James. (laughs) He don't know. Oh. He
3: don't know.
4: I mean, you know and I know that sometimes... Mm-hmm. You think something is not alive anymore because it's, uh-huh. it's gone, it's passed. Yeah. You know, but then you enter a computer simulation <laughs> that brings things back to keep you in prison. And they call that the Matrix of the Restaurant.
3: What? Wait, hold on. We all know this? <laughs> you, just, you literally just started mumbling. Like, you just, you literally just started mumbling and then all of a sudden, like, that, we all know what this is like. Okay. James,
0: James, <laughs> James. If you
4: want, uh, I could Matrix Resurrections. But no. The transition. <laughs> Let's start the show. You know what Jonathan Raylock, like, James III. Like, Draw like, like,
1: What more can I say? You know what it is? You know, it I mean, can't jump.
4: Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in, Hollywood. Hollywood City. I still know Kung Fu. Oh, God, that's right. That was a line.
0: (laughs) But he says, I
3: still know Kung Fu? He he does say that. Yes, he says, I still know Kung Fu. But he doesn't even, like, fight in the whole movie. Like, he doesn't, he legitimately doesn't. He definitely fights. But he does. What are you talking about? No, his fights in this movie were so muted. The thing is, it's not because he's old, because in John Wick, he be wrecking. And this one, yeah. like, my man just kept doing the fucking Kamehameha move the whole yeah. time. I'm like, Ugh. when did John Wick 3 come out? It was like four years ago. <laughs> but he's doing another John Wick. Keanu is out here still doing the, I don't think, this is what I will say, I don't think the reason he wasn't really doing a bunch of Kung Fu was because he can't do kung fu. You got to also think about there's a thing in
0: John Wick where each movie he's progressively weaker so that like he doesn't have to do the same amount of stuff he yeah. had to do in the last movie. So like this next one, he might he might not <laughs> even be doing no moves like that. All right.
4: All They're right really yeah, right. squeezing every last drop of Keanu Reeves in <laughs> action yeah. films. Oh, for those of you who are listening for the first time welcome it's a new year uh we're glad you are here we're a film review podcast we review the films of leading black actors we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in hollywood this voice that you're listening to that sounds like sounds like it's the one
3: <laughs> that's jonathan braylock yeah the one that's sitting on the toilet This voice. Who's ready for a podcast? Is that a Gerard Milligan?
0: And this voice is James the third.
4: And today we are reviewing The Matrix Resurrections, the fourth installment of the sci-fi franchise created by the Wachowskis. However, this one is a solo act. Lana Wachowski has done it herself. Well, she co-wrote it with two other writers, but directed it
3: herself. Yo, what's crazy is that The Matrix, the original came out in 1999. And I have, and it's crazy because I, there was like somebody on Twitter talking about like not seeing The Matrix because they were born in 2001. And I was like, oh yeah, you would have missed. It's not an excuse. One, two, and then three, unless you like rewatched it. That's
0: not an excuse.
4: <laughs> it's truly not. It's truly not an excuse. I I've, I've seen freaking Casablanca and Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Go see The Matrix. It's the best film ever made.
0: Ever made? <laughs> that means like you would have to have
4: Oh my god. You what we've established this already. It's my favorite film. Still? Yeah, of course. What what have replaced it since? Freaking Reminiscent. Uh, good point.
3: Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Reminiscence. Ooh. I never saw it. I saw it on the plane. I kept falling asleep. It was a perfect movie to fall asleep
3: to. I watched it on the plane. <laughs> I watched it on the plane. It took me... Damn, it took me... I missed it on the flight there because I cut it off. And then on the flight flag, I was like, all right, I'm going to force myself to finish this movie. It's not terrible. It's really not. It's like like no, Some interesting things.
4: There. Yeah, it's fine. That that is that is crazy. I interrupted your story, draw, But
3: no, no, it was just just some, so crazy because I'm like, yeah, you would. I've seen a lot of older movies because people around me watched them. Like I remember being younger watching The Matrix, but that was really only because my older cousin was like working at a movie theater and was like, you got to come watch this movie. It's great. That's how I saw it. But I'm like, yeah, if I was born in. Like Lily, you were born in two thousand one, and you're what twenty one now. Like that means you like this movie is so fucking old. Like this series is so old.
4: It it is crazy because also both the sequels came out the same year, so they both
3: came out two thousand five or six. Was it even that? Book oh three. Both came out in 03. One was one was May. One was November. Damn.
4: Yeah, because it was a sequel to The Matrix, one of the greatest movies ever made. The greatest, in my opinion,
3: but well, 750. Forty-two million. Wow. Yeah,
4: exactly. And it was rated R. Remember?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn.
4: <laughs> I think it held like the, that title outside of Passion of the Christ was like the highest-grossing rated R film. Mm. It's been quite some time since those sequels. I forgot when they
0: announced this. They announced this a while ago. Why do I feel like they announced this and John Wick four at the same time? That's very possible they might have cuz i remember they were going to come out on the same day and i might just be conflating that memory of it, it being announced they were going to come out but i but i feel like they announced this movie late like there's been talk of a matrix 4 forever it was announced late 2019 okay yeah 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 oh wow that's it yeah and it's like what they just like they were just like we're doing it
4: <laughs> like, we're doing what? it and i was i remember seeing the article and being like Why? (laughs) (laughs) So this film, it it came out like Christmas or, you know, December during the holidays. It was also uh, one of the simultaneous releases on HBO Max. It it hasn't done super well at the box office. It, It reportedly cost $190 million to make.
0: How much? $190 million.
3: This movie was $190?
0: Yeah, not including marketing. Wait, is that surprising? Is that a surprising amount
3: for this? I did think it was because the original was, I think, it capped at one hundred and fifty before marketing. For like all, like each one, I think the most was like one hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty. So the fact that this costs more than that, and like,
4: yeah, I mean, so it's it's made around one hundred forty million dollars worldwide so far. Only thirty six million of that is domestic. You know, it's COVID times. I mean, it's so interesting. The box office stuff is like, it's really telling about it's, it's like, I don't think we can analyze it correctly yet. I don't think we can draw the the right conclusions from it. But one of the things that people have noted that I think is true is that things that are geared toward older audiences do worse than things that are geared towards younger audiences, because younger people are more okay with going to theaters during COVID than older people are. And things that are like rebooted like The Matrix or West Side Story don't do as well because the younger audiences don't really have as much of a connection to them, like Sherrod was saying.
0: Yeah, I said this before and I'll say it again. I cannot believe Bad Boys for Life came out in January. Then they had the nerve to release Scream 5 in January. What's this? I get it, I get it. The movie's for the older people aren't making the kind of money they wanted to make.
4: Well, bad boys for life coming out in January wound up making it like the number one grossing film. Right. This year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That lucked out. But I don't think there's, I think because of COVID there's no, I was reading an article about exactly what you're talking about, James, about January being a dump month. But they are saying because of COVID there, that doesn't exist really anymore because unless it's a big Marvel movie or something like Dune, No movie... Like, unless it's an event movie, all the movies are dump-ups. Yeah, movies just aren't coming out. It's just, like, it don't matter. Yeah, (laughs) Or it's good because Scream, in itself, I guess, became, like, a mini-event movie because it did very well. But, like, Mm -hmm. I think people expected this to do well. It's just... I can't tell if the Warner Brothers streaming on HBO Max... It definitely hurt it, but it's like, was that really gonna hurt it as much? You know what I mean? Like... Well, had it
0: only released in theaters, it would have made more than it than it just would have made more than it's currently made. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: It it definitely. Here's the thing: it can't not take away from it, right? Like, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I there's no there's no world in which every single person who watches it on streaming would never have watched it in theaters, right? If it was the only way to watch it, like, I just I just don't believe it. That said, who knows how much it impacted it? And this was more. I think with the Matrix, especially, they kind of were hoping for more of a international play than anything. And I mean, it has made more internationally than anything else. And I actually wound up seeing this film when I was abroad, so I was a part oh. of that international box office. Oh wow!
0: Yeah, so you saw it in theaters. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Yeah, you got that. Matrix is his favorite movie. <laughs> there was no way he was watching this at home. Yeah. yeah. I'll go
3: first. Does you want to go too? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go because <laughs> I, I set a different tone.
4: Because I saw some talent. I will say this: my expectations for this movie were very low. Like I said, I didn't. I thought it was a bad idea that it came out, and this movie exceeded those very low expectations. I oh. feel like this film was <laughs> on par, if not even slightly better than at least one of the sequels. So I don't think this is the worst Matrix film. I'm not comparing it to the original. It just can't be. There's a lot of meta stuff in the beginning of this. Oh, by the way, we spoil everything. There's a lot of meta stuff in the beginning of this film that I think I ultimately liked, even though I know I'm sure a lot of people didn't like it. I kind of respected it in a way because it was like, let's just get this out the way. You know, we got to say why we... (laughs) Why this movie is being made and why I, Lana Wachowski, are, are, are part of it. I think this movie was too long. That is true of all movies now. <laughs> it really is. I just, I feel like I say that. All is, mo- every movie now is too long. Almost every movie is too long. I, I, I just, you old. I, <laughs> is Is that because I'm getting older? <laughs> Maybe. But the running times for these films are getting longer. That's yes, sir. This film was two hours and this film was an hour and 48 minutes. I mean, 148 minutes. That's that's two hours and essentially two hours and 30 minutes long. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just didn't need to be. And also, I will say this, I almost kind of would rather have them just go like, let's just do another trilogy because then maybe they could have paced it differently. That said, I feel like this movie had something to say, even if it wasn't as profound as things previously like there were there were themes in it that were interesting that that were worthy of exploration the love story was like it was strong in the sense that like it it, it connected and made you know it kind of made sense and i liked some of these new characters and actors like i thought yaya did a good job like Especially given that it's a complete setup for him to be Morpheus, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we have Lawrence Fishburne like very, very strongly in our minds. Man, I even liked Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff. Like I thought, like even though they're like it's, it's a, it's interesting casting. I feel like they were having fun and they did their thing. Yeah, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss you know, they, they were, they were great. And then who's the? Oh, Jessica Henwick. I liked her too. She's very likable. I would like to see her in more things. I'm excited to talk about it. You know, I feel like if I need to, I can defend it. And also, I don't need to. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I get that.
3: What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday. The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, When I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning Today. That's spelled E A R N I N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump under podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Priceline
2: presents Go to Your Happy price. and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. So you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with, when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone.
3: Look, man, I, I I grew up like in the Matrix, you know, like my high school had a philosophy of the Matrix class. Like, Damn. yeah, it was like your high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? We were like, what a, the hell? Yeah, man. We had a philosophy of the Matrix. Like we went to go see the Matrix three, I think. It's not not like a field trip, but like people in the philosophy class. and Like we all went along with the teacher, but not like an official field trip to go see the third one. All very disappointed by it. You know, love the games, you know, into the Matrix. Love the one.
0: There was a class dedicated to the Matrix. And the third one.
3: The philosophy of the Matrix. Hadn't even come out yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is blowing my mind. Yeah, it was crazy. Actually, that is crazy now you're thinking about it. But yeah, it was like, I remember it, my junior year. This movie, I didn't necessarily have like high expectations because like to me, it's just the Matrix reinvented how you film, Like filmmaking changed after that and to me it's like this unless you're reinventing it like there's nothing else you can do like the new avatar sequels probably will be good but he's probably not going to reinvent technology again <laughs> you know like that's such a what's in the lifetime thing so for me watch this movie was fine i think i think bray what you're hinting at is what i wish i kind of wanted was either passing the torch or just rebooting it like re- literally rebooting the matrix like as a computer like I, like, even if it was, it's hard because Iron Fist, she's in this movie and she is like, she is. Wait, what? Iron? I thought Iron Fist was a, a guy. <laughs> Jessica Henwick. <laughs> yeah, but they realized they realized he was trash. So they made her the Iron Fist because they were like, why is this dude? No, she she becomes
0: Iron Fist. She's Iron Fist in the second season. At the end of the second season. It was
3: super offensive. Oh, really? It's super offensive that he was Iron Fist. Super offensive that he ever was Iron Fist. So they're like, no, 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 let's not do that. <laughs> Made her Iron Fist. So why? So I remember when I saw Iron Fist was in this, like, oh, she got the cool haircut. She about to be a badass in this jump. And she was. But I almost wish the story would have followed her and her crew and maybe like whatever the fallout of the one was a little bit, then trying to reinsert Neo. And I, I think you, I, you guys are right. Keanu Reeves is close to 60 now. So of course, like he can fight and do that stuff, but maybe not in the same way. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't, then don't have him do it, because watching him Kamehameha the whole time, I'm like, this is not, this don't feel right. Like, my man, literally at one point, wasn't even fighting people, just pointing forward, and then just like, moving <laughs> masses of people. I was like, Stop. I, I, I get it. Like, I think I was entertained by it. This is probably a movie that I think, like, you didn't need to make, I don't think they were, like, I don't, like, it didn't feel like it was enough reinvention of the wheel to be like, yo, this movie's gonna make book bucks. We're about to break this to a new audience. Like, It just felt like you made it, but you could have made something else. I don't know. I just felt like it's fine. Like, it's it's fine. It was a comfort food. You know, do I need to watch this again? Never. (laughs) Um, Do I want to see a sequel? No, because the sequel now is telling me I got to follow Neo and Trinity again. It's like, it's the same. I don't want to follow them anymore. Like, I saw them. I saw them. (laughs) Like, yeah, like, I don't... Like y'all literally killed them and then brought them back to life and now I gotta follow these niggas again as they try to refix the matrix. Like, oh, come on, man, stop. I don't know. <laughs> but I did I did I did watch it. I, I was like pleasant when it was over.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I don't have nothing to say that y'all didn't already say. I didn't like it. I think was my my ultimate reaction was like I I I didn't like it, but I agree that like I like the new stuff that was new about it, and it seemed like a lot of they did some cool, interesting new things that I don't really like the container of it. Like I really, I would have loved a a, a movie about the new people. The new people were was so interesting, they, they and, and it was it was cool what was like going on in 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 the Matrix after the fact, like, oh, the programs are running and, and what's happening? what are what are these programs about? And like what are, you know, what the I can't remember what they called the the new version of the ghosts, but like the the programs that didn't have a a, a place. Like that, like all of that stuff, all of that stuff that like that when I first saw the sequels, I hated. I liked the new stuff that they did in line for this fourth one, you know, because I knew what to I knew what to expect. I knew what what, what we were getting into and i liked seeing them t- reinvent that in 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 interesting ways but like but i ultimately felt like i didn't need to see this this movie they didn't need to make this one if they were going to do it but so like yeah and like and i like i i liked the acting i hated that yaya was morpheus like i really didn't want Oh, my God, I did. I really didn't want, like, the the black, bald guy with sunglasses to be <laughs> Morpheus. I just didn't want that. Well, he was
4: know? Morpheus and Agent Smith.
3: Right. <laughs> how? Like, they said that, but how was he Agent Smith? Like, what? Like, no. Oh, my.
4: It's fascinating because he is technically, he is a program that was right. created inside of a program. Right right (laughs) it was like neo created him inside of while he was in the matrix and neo created him (laughs) and they brought him out of the i don't even i don't even understand it but it was it was like yeah
0: i but it, it was like it was it's that thing of like you know i'm going into this movie going well neo and trinity definitely died and the only one that lived was morpheus but if but if they're gonna tell me that Yaya is Morpheus and the other two are alive. I'm gonna be furious. And then they <laughs> and then they said exactly that. And, and then and then I was furious. And that happens early enough in the movie that it made me go, I don't want to see the rest of this. But but again, they continued to do new and fun things throughout. And, you know, and I like, and you know, to Bray's point about the love story, like I like them being like, it was as important for Trinity to be there you know, and to believe in him and for them to be together, you know, it's the opposite of Hancock. I mean, this, that could have been what my bit was going to be at the end, but it's the, it's the polar opposite of Hancock. Instead of being like together, you're, you're least powerful though. You have to be together. You're the, you're, you're
3: most powerful when you're together. And I, and I liked that. I thought that was cool. I know, But did they talk about it and it's like, Oh, I was practicing that. Did it hit? Like, I wasn't sure trying to do the thing. They did that shit like two times with this nigga. And I was like, yo, Are y'all gonna make him Morpheus? Just let him do the thing. Stop referencing like, hey, how did it feel? I I was sitting in the... He was sitting in the fucking toilet.
4: That's like like Marvel. That's like, you know what I mean? That's like people trying to be like Marvel.
3: (laughs) And now Marvel's slowly going away from it. They're like,
4: yeah, they like the tongue in the, you know, tongue in cheek, wink to the audience kind of thing. That was the beginning of this film. So, like I said, you can either choose to like it or hate it. But the beginning of this movie was very much like,
3: oh, my!" that was the beginning. Oh, my God.
4: Neo is alive. We don't we haven't been explained how yet. And he is literally Thomas Anderson again. And he works for Warner Brothers. And when I say Warner Brothers, I don't mean like a (laughs) metaphor for Warner Brothers. I mean the actual company, Warner Brothers. And he created the video game, The Matrix, which is his life. And they (laughs) want them to make a sequel to the video game. And he doesn't want to make it. And they say, well, guess what? We're making it regardless. So either (laughs) you can help us make it or we'll just get somebody else to make it. And he goes, fine, I guess I'll make it. And then we have a literal pitch scene, in which they go, "So, what's the sequel to the Matrix going to be?" And they're like, "I don't know." What was the original Matrix even about? And then they, they're like, "It was about capitalism." No, it was about trans identity. No, it was about, uh, you know, like computer uh, actualization or whatever the hell. And then what did they? There was another really funny thing that they they were like well, we got to do, they literally said what Gerard's been saying. They're like, well, look, it was inventive. It's like, it literally created like bullet time and like, you know, it changed the game. So how do we do that yeah. again? And they're like, well, you can't do it again. That's the, that's the, that's the problem is you're not going to be able to do it again. Like we just, we already did it. And it's like maybe more bullet time. It's like,
0: I mean, sure.
4: So. The-
0: yeah, it was, That scene was so great to watch, especially after having just seen Space Jam a few months ago. Like it was like (laughs) it was essentially Uh Warner Brothers doing the same thing, sort of being like, Oh yeah, we have to reinvent this. How do we do it? Like, I think both of those scenes are in both (laughs) movies somehow. It's wild.
3: It is so long. It's that one of those things of like also Christina Ricci's in that part. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know she was in here. Maybe she's gonna have a bigger part. And then she didn't. And I was like, why is she in this scene? Yeah, Homegirl 2. I don't. I didn't know
0: everybody in that scene, but what's her name?
4: They must like the Matrix and be friends with the Wachowskis or yeah. something, right?
0: Mm. What's her name from Raising Dion is, is, is in it too. I think Raising Dion. Forgive me if I'm messing up the cast. Oh, and then, and right. And we also see like, before we get her scene, we see Priyanka Chopra as well. Like in a, like, <laughs> like she's just like in, one of the like montages and we're like is she going to come back like is <laughs> is is this a character or is she just a guest star you know because that who
3: likes the matrix because john wick now is so iconic seeing keanu reeves with a certain look feels like john wick to me so like when i see keanu reeves with like his super long hair and his beard i instantly think of john wick like when i think of neo i think of short clean Clean shaven, like the one. So watching this movie, I was like, oh, you know, he looks like John Wick, but maybe he's gonna like b- become who he really is or something. And then we're gonna see like the one. But I was the fact that he was John Wick in it the whole time, I was like, I can't. This doesn't feel like a Matrix movie to me, just based on how he looks alone. I was like, I can't you know, he probably just didn't want to cut his hair. This is my thing. I, I mean I mean I truthfully mean this and, and I and I love counterreasing. It's like to me, it's like there's certain things with movies, like, if you can't commit to whatever that part really was, then don't do it. Like there are so many talks about like for like instance, Bill Murray with Ghostbusters and when he did Paul Feig, Ghostbusters, like he wasn't willing to do certain things. And then when you saw it, you were like, ah. But then when it came down to the newer one, you're like, is he gonna do it? And then, you know, I'm not spoiling it, but like his involvement, you're Like, okay, this makes sense. It just feels like commit to the character. I don't know. It's like I don't want to see him look like John Wick because he looks and feels like John Wick. He's wearing black, though. He just it felt so John Wickian. The John only Wickian. thing I'm <laughs> happy he didn't do is give a bunch of guns. It's like John Wick is. You've seen three movies with this nigga. This nigga is I. This nigga is iconic action character now. Like John Wick is not like running the wheel And he looks like John Wick. And the thing is, I know it's nitpicky. I know it doesn't matter. I was just like, it just didn't feel like a major movie from the beginning for me.
0: I, got, I just have to say, unless I was thinking of Freema, if someone who's watching, who's listening to this and who has seen the movie, let me know if Freema from Doctor Who is who is in who is in the boardroom scene or if it's someone else. Because now I it's been so much distance from the from watching the movie that I'm confused as to who it was that I recognized in mm-hmm. the boardroom scene. But it is not Alicia Ray White from from Raising Dion.
4: Uh, apparently they didn't even ask Lawrence Fishburne to come back. And I'm okay with him them not wanting to have Morpheus do like the action and wanting like oh, what? a new kind of like person who was able to do action and stuff like that. But what I'm not okay with is them just not having him there at all. And then I guess he died. Like I actually kind of am fuzzy on I mean, I'm I'm assuming Niobe
0: like explained what happened to him at a certain point they were. They didn't say how he died. I think it was just time. I think just time. He just got old. T- I thought it was that like either time had passed or he died in like that great war or whatever that, that beat was that they were talking
3: about that happened. I think how he dies. I watched a video on it. So Matrix had an online game or something like that that still is pretty popular now. He dies in the game and like he dies at the beginning of the game and it's like some real sucker shit. It's like he's in the Matrix and like I don't know. Like comes out of uh, uh, or comes out on the roof, and like the agents are there, and they just like kind of assassinate him. Damn. Um, And I'm and I think that's what this game kind of hints at. Of like he died, he was older, wasn't able to like keep up with them, even though he's in the matrix. So like his age shouldn't theoretically have anything to do while he moves in the matrix. Yeah. But um, but I agree. Bray It's like if you're not if you want like an older statesman, it's like I totally get that. It's like then just have a new dude. Like, I, again, like you, Lawrence Fishburne was so iconic. It feels almost disrespectful to me <laughs> to not have him in this
0: movie. And then they're also like, this is Morpheus's consciousness on the outside, right? Like, wasn't that supposed to be his consciousness on the outside? Or was that supposed to still be the video game characters? Like, my my thought was that, like, we were actually seeing a a representation of his consciousness that was uploaded into, you know, whatever whatever machinery that they're using uh, outside the, the Matrix. And that was him. But is that not true? Are we actually looking at a an, an uploaded consciousness of the character from the game that Yaya plays? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. He wasn't actually Morpheus. He was the game. Wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was
3: a combination of the two, which is like, I I, I understand like I it, be creative but to me because we didn't see enough of yaya as agent smith then it was no point of being like he's agent smith and neo i mean and Morpheus because his agent smithiness didn't play into the movie at all like it'd be different if like at the end of the movie he had to do something only agents
4: would do The the reality was he was neither of them right he was just this program that neo created right that his consciousness created inside of the matrix to help him free himself from the matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: But what was the point of him being agent Smith there? Like, like how was
4: a part of the game? So it was like, he was running a simulation that was supposed to be about the game, but it was really him trying to escape. Like he had this guy and it was like, I think the idea was like Agent Smith was able to escape his kind of role within the Matrix, you know, the original, the actual Agent Smith. And so, like, if he created somebody like that who is also kind of like Morpheus so that he could then escape from the game and then guide Neo back out, you know, like that was the idea. It's like maybe even overly complicated, but like it was really just the way, a, a way for them to to like have a Morpheus type, you know, and be like, hey, we got a black man again. We you know,
3: like. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It felt like that. It felt like, hey, we still got a black brother in this joint.
2: Kroger, fresh for everyone, must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details.
3: You know, actually, get back to the story, like we, I think you can't really go over it. It's like, yeah, Agent Smith, you know, now was it King Richard from... What was that? What was that? Is he? He's the, he's king, the from- uh,
4: king George from uh, the Hamilton... He's also in Mindhunters, Hunters, which is a really fun show. Uh, not fun. Fun is not the right word for that show, but it's a it's a good show on Netflix. Yeah,
3: everyone talks about it. I need to watch it. But like, so he's there. He's like, got to do the reboot for the game. Like, I say, we get that montage. Then we also see Neo go to the coffee shop. See Trinity. He's
4: he's 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 doing therapy. Oh, that's right. He does yes. therapy too. He does therapy and Neil Patrick Harris is his therapist.
0: Yeah, and we ca- we see him casually
3: take the pills that the therapist is prescribing him, and they're, they're blue. <laughs> That's great. But then also the therapist, his the the cat is named Deja Vu or something like that. And I was yeah. like, yeah. yo, yep. are we like what? How meta? I mean, how meta
4: they he worked on the video game, The Matrix for Warner Brothers. It was
3: you can't get more meta. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> It was incredible. And again, in theory, this <laughs> like being this meta probably made sense on paper, but I'm like, man, this is so, so much. And again, yeah, we got Neil Patrick Harris, like, you know, doing this thing, which we know he's a bad guy immediately. Yeah. Yeah. We also, uh,
4: he, he played it so well, though. He really did. Right? Because he was like so convincing as a, uh, not, not that you, not that he was like hiding that he was a bad guy, but like the way that he spoke as the therapist was like, was like, no, like, you're not crazy. Like, it's like you had this, you're doing a lot of work. Remember, you used to have these episodes all the time and that, you know, it's like, you're like, oh man, like this is how a therapist, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead,
0: Drew. Well, just, we're also seeing, I'm I'm struggling to find the timeline of this, but we're also seeing in reflections of Keanu a like gr- gray haired, Balding. Oh, yes, that's true. And they don't speak to it. And we don't know. Oh, we yeah, don't yeah. know what, what this is, but we are, we are like right. seeing instances of that. Just a different man. It's not. It is not him. It's a different person. Yeah, that's right. You see, I think the first time I noticed it was at the coffee shop, like the reflection on the table. That may have even been the first time they did it or uh, in the reflection of his, of his. And we see it of her, too. Yeah. And we see it of of, of Trinity as well. Yeah.
4: Which I did. I like that. I liked I like they there were some there were some uh, fun inventive camera, like some shots and some things Mm -hmm. like that. Like it It wasn't it's obviously nowhere near the level that the Matrix was when it first came out. But I thought that it was not just kind of cookie color boring either. Like, yeah, I feel like Lana was still doing some things that were, were interesting and kind of fun. But yeah, it's just a lot of it's a lot of lead up because they kind of replay a lot of scenes. Like they replay the office scene. So like, except it goes differently this time because he doesn't actually want to take the pill. <laughs> so then it's just like this huge firefight.
3: The funniest part was like the parts that revolved around like not like, not the rehashing the old shit. Like I loved when Iron Fist had to get Black Manta out. You know what I'm saying? Like that sequence of like, when Black Manta was like, oh, that was really—it cool. was so cool. It was like completely like we're—they're
4: like we don't need to, we don't uh, we don't need
3: key, we don't need
4: the keymaster anymore. We don't need keys, so it's just them like opening doors and like falling yes. through.
3: <laughs> that was, and to me, I thought like, oh snap, we're gonna see a little bit because it starts off with that weird redo of the Matrix with Trinity. Yes, and I'm like, oh great, we're gonna see like a different version of like this whole world, and now we got like, now I literally. I got made. I got Star Wars. That's what it was. Okay, here we go. They hit me with the Force Awakens twindle. Okay, Force Awakens. I see the black dude. Oh, Oh, one thousand percent. You think it's gonna be about the new? People? I was like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. We about yeah. to follow like this black dude who realized like, yo, I gotta be the one. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah. then like Iron yeah. Fist was Morpheus. I'm like, oh shit. Morpheus is now like this Asian woman with blue hair. We gotta like they helping each other out. Maybe they're right. both the one. Like. This was
4: the very, this is, and this is actually the very beginning of the film. This is before, before we even see Keanu.
3: And it was cool. It's like, yeah, like you said, they're falling through the thing. Now it's like the the agent is helping her and he's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but now they're both running from agents. And it's like, it was so cool. And then like, it went away.
4: And the guy, and so the operator is like, I don't know if they could, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I could actually never tell if they could actually see him or not. Or if it was just of an inventive way. I think so. I think they could. Okay. So, but like the operator is like has a digital replication of himself within the matrix without actually being in the matrix. And so he's kind of following them and telling them, like, go this way, go that way, you know, which was which was cool. Yeah, you're right. Like this opening scene, this opening sequence was very promising. It was like, it was like, okay, you know, it was Yeah, it's like shit. Not it was the antithesis of the opening sequence to. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. The King of the Crystal Skull.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. The <laughs> antithesis to that scene.
4: Yes, yes, yes. The <laughs> opening sequence of that I hated,
3: I thought, and I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And they're also making a new one right now, just so you know, so get ready for that one, brother. <laughs> D 5, baby! That, that's wild.
0: I mean, he was <laughs>
4: way too old for Crystal Skull. Now it's just like, is he just in a wheelchair? Indy like,
3: 5, Sorry. baby! We live in a world where a white man can play the same character until they're 80, but a person of color or a woman have to be, cast, be recast when they turn 40 because they're too old. Like, literally, like, like Charlize Theron cannot be Fiorosa anymore. Now it's like a young chick. Like, literally, I'm looking at Angelina cannot be Laura Croft anymore. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, they're doing another Mad Max? Yeah, but it's not. But it's about Fia Rosa. And it's like, it's not Charlize. It's the woman from the white girl who played like. Oh, is it like a prequel? Oh, maybe it is a prequel. That's why they're doing it. Maybe that's why. Don't give them that, though. <laughs> it's the girl who play, maybe she's not. white. I think people say she's not white. But the girl from the chess TV show, she's definitely white. Anya Taylor-Joy? Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy. I don't think she identifies as white, though. Right, she does Because someone, like, correct- What? Someone corrected me, and it was, like, a big deal because apparently she's Latinx, but, like, I think she's, yeah. like, just white passing.
0: Yeah. Well, no, she just- she is white. But if she's Latinx, she's still white. Yeah, she's
3: still <laughs> white, but she- Listen, I hear you. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I hear you. But I saw an interview, and she was, like, it was, like, a big thing, and it was, like, she is not one of the white people nominated for an Emmy. And I was like, oh, OK, I guess. I don't, I don't know.
4: Yeah. Her father is an Argentine of English and Scottish descent. And her mother was born in. Oh, her mother was born in. Oh, her mother was born in Zambia. But that doesn't mean her mother's not Zambian. Right. <laughs> is her mother black? Dude, I don't know it was that. I, Wait, hold on. I need to see that. I need to see the picture. Also, just because just because her father is Argentinian doesn't, and Argent you can be white in Argentinian, like that, which is what her father is. Her father is. Freaking, I hear
3: you, Bray. A white Argentinian, Bray. You're making sense, but sense is not the world we live in, Bray. No, I see her mom. Her mom's white. We don't have to talk about this. <laughs> we don't have. <laughs> We don't,
0: don't have even, to talk about start this. this. <laughs> yeah, go but ahead. I think we all I want to say is I think we've we've talked about this, this, the nuances of this ad nauseum and the realities. Right. Are like there's how you identify and there's also how people perceive you. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, like she can say I'm I'm not white.
4: Well, here's my thing. If there's Afro Latina. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you can be Afro-Latina, then you're not, then.
0: Yeah, you then can be. You are Latina. White. L- L- white. Latinks yeah. as well, you know.
4: Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. And she's not brown. She's not. It's not even like she's brown. She's white. And <laughs> and here's my, here's another thing, because this is what I saying Her mom was born in Zambia. So does she get to call herself African because
0: her mom was born in Zambia, even though her mom is white? If she were born in Africa, she'd be able to call herself African, I would I would say. She'd be called African. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is she
4: able to say, I'm of African descent because my mom was born in Zambia? Hey, Bray? Yeah, right,
0: or no? Bray, you're asking, listen, <laughs> I'm saying this. I think the answer to that is yes, right? Or... or <laughs> She can, right? You're asking all the white right questions for the I know plenty right of reasons. people that are, that are white Africans that are like, I'm African, you know, or...
3: or that's... Okay. Right? They're Africans.
0: Yeah,
4: they can. But what I'm saying is, do their if they if they if their children who aren't <laughs> born in Africa and who don't have an Afri- who don't have an African country uh <laughs> nation like uh passport they don't they don't get to call themselves Africans. No, I All mean, right? listen,
3: or of African descent. Listen, <laughs> we're not talking about we're not talking about the girl <laughs> who could be white, could not be white from. The chess show. What's that chess show again? The Queen's Gambit. It's a great
0: Queen's show. Gambit. And also, love me, Samanya Taylor Joy. I just gotta say, she's really, she's fantastic.
4: Yeah. Actress. Anyway, she's not in this movie. Who is in this movie <laughs> is Priyanka Chopra. She is. And Priyanka <laughs> Chopra is very attractive. <laughs> I always found it weird that the re- Matrix Reloaded. Oh no, no, Matrix Revolutions made that girl, the girl from the the spoon or the girl that was within, because I thought all those kids were supposed to be humans who were maybe going to be the one. Now it makes more sense just in the idea of when he, when he saw her at the train station, it was like her and her dad and the dad actually helped Neo escape that like purgatory place because they were computer programs that were supposed to be deleted, but they somehow didn't get deleted and then it was like she was the that daughter the father i don't i don't know how programs have children but that's just how it goes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you know because sometimes you have a an update you know some of this stuff is the sequel
4: see this is why i don't like the sequels the sequels are the sequels mess everything up and then this movie was like we got to make a we got to make sense of whatever mumbo jumbo we we created <laughs> in the reloaded and revolution yeah why is it resurrections? Why can't it just be res- I know that there are two resurrections. I, I get that, but can it still just be the Matrix resurrection? No,
3: because there's two resurrections. right?
4: Yeah, you're right. I guess they're trying to be like it's. They're both important.
0: There's also a lot of things being resurrected, right? Because it's it's them being resurrected, and the Matrix itself was resurrected was resurrected, and you know all kinds of things were being.
4: Why is it called revolutions too? Or is it
0: because that's what it's about? It's about there's like so many. You know the Matrix. The Matrix reloaded it's like oh there's a sequel then at the end of that they're like actually
4: well no i guess it's the revolution of like agent smith and the humans it's like mm-hmm. programs revolting and the humans revolting at the same time And
0: then the it, you know it it keeps the cycle also you know like revolutions cycle keeps going Oh it keeps going It cycles yeah Are we we've talked about so much of this movie
4: <laughs> It's so funny we're like we're at the end but we literally haven't talked about most of the movie we talked about the first kind of twenty minutes
3: or so, and we are skipping the entire middle. Well, that's what, that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm trying to get back to. Is like, you know, when, when, when Neo goes to the bathroom, and like the new Morpheus is there, and he comes out of the toilet because he was just waiting on the toilet. As he's like, "Oh, how was it? You know, I practiced that." Blah 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 blah. blah. He offers the red, the red pill. Neo doesn't take it. Runs, and then I'm still confused on how Agent Smith becomes awakened because at this oh no it's in this it's in this scene never mind never mind it is the scene it's because they're shooting at him and he's like it's
4: reminding him of the I don't know
3: also it's so crazy I heard they tried to get oh at one point they did ask Hugo Weaving to come back but I forgot why he said no they asked him to come back and not what 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 did Lawrence Fishburne do to do and the thing that sucks is because people were so hyped when Lawrence Fishburne got in John Wick because it was like the Matrix reunion. They could have easily bought him back. Anyway. I'm so upset. <laughs> like, they could have easily bought him back. Or like, make, make Yaya his kid. And so he's like, him and Niobe are like running fucking Wakanda. I mean, not Wakanda. <laughs> um, Zion. What's the name of the new city, though?
4: Uh, Hugo Weaving had a scheduling conflict. So that's why he didn't do it. So and hold on. It. What's
0: the source that they didn't ask Fishburne at all? I, gotta just, I just have to read it so that I can be yeah, upset. Yeah, I'll get the source. He said that he wasn't approached. Ah, uh, explains... Uh, okay, all right. I got it. Thank you.
4: Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice, or at youtube.com slash office hours live.
0: What specifically about this middle section do we need to even address really? I
4: do like, cause a lot of people have said like there wasn't enough action in this film, but I did like the whole, like, I did like them trying to get him out and like going on the train. Like that was, and like, I dunno, it was, it wasn't bad. yeah.
3: My biggest letdown with The Matrix, I think is because I think Matrix is one of the first movies, if not one of the first, in modern times, it took so much care into the wide shot, which was like, when they had his action scenes. you could tell it was Keanu doing that kick, that split, taking that hit, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't the fast cutaways that you see in like some of these action movies that's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, you could see what was going on, like the fight. That train scene the scene in the sewer or warehouse, wherever the hell that was when they were fighting like yeah. Agent Smith and then whatever those other people were, it was so quick cutty that it was oh, like, oh, oh yeah, it was like, man, these fights don't, it again, it didn't feel like the Matrix to me because of those fights. And it felt like it felt rushed, not as choreographed as normally they would be. And again, you're right. It could be because Keanu's a little bit older, but I'm like, if that's the case.
4: But the younger people should be able to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I
3: know Iron Fist can do it. I've seen her do it. Like she, I know Yaya can do it. Yaya's like forty. Yaya got it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I
0: also will say though, because I I've also been seeing a lot of people like on TikTok or whatever talking about specifically the fights and like how you know old Matrix versus versus current Matrix. While I was missing some of the fights, it didn't bother me so much that he had this kind of different control over the over the matrix, only just because it seemed like that was a big part of those the second and third movie, like that he can do these other like he flies at the end of the first matrix. Like the end of the first matrix is like, I can fly. It was like, what? (laughs) Nobody was even thinking about that. And then, you know, so it didn't, it didn't bot I I actually liked that and was kind of hoping there could be even, you know, even more things that he's able to do. Beyond that, like it doesn't even have to be a fight. Like he can just fold a wall, and like the wall, you know, like any kind of. I did
4: like. I don't even know what you call it, but the force push that he was doing, like
3: he just kept doing it so much, I was just like, "Nigga, come on." Well, by the end,
4: it was a little. It was a lot, but yeah,
3: he was on this motorcycle.
4: <laughs> yeah, the end. The end of this movie was reminiscent of the of like Matrix Revolutions, where it's like all the Agent Smiths attacking him and it was kind of just like we're watching a video game you know it's like right, at, yeah. a, at a certain point it just becomes boring i mean like interesting idea to have like the people like kill themselves <laughs> yeah that was interesting yeah for sure. yeah which i was like are these people dying because like yeah. in the original matrix like those people are dead yeah yeah so yeah. are these humans
3: dying are they just like wasting humans like that that easily i thought that was kind of cool i mean we didn't because what Braylock is saying is cool. It would have been cool to just have a quick shot of like going back to like the field and all of a sudden people were like Yeah, and you see that like
0: oh, and like their lights go out or something. That would have been cool. Yeah, yeah, and like getting
3: flushed or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like little, whole
0: towers, lights go out. Oh man, that would have been really cool.
3: And they didn't do it though. <laughs> just like some type of weight to it. and then, And then again like you took to meet one of the coolest characters which was, what is her name, actually? Bugs? Bugs, Bugs, yeah. She took Bugs, who was super cool, and then she's, like, super sidelined for a good portion because, like, now she has to be the body. I honestly don't understand what is happening. Like, she is the body to trick the Matrix, that she's Trinity, but to give Trinity a choice, but then, like, Trinity becomes her, so now she starts seeing the world as Trinity and fighting at the same time. But then, like, that goes away, and then she she comes in the Matrix at the very last minute. uh, it, It was convoluted for no reason. I was like, why is this happening? Also, Agent Smith wasn't even Agent Smith in it. I was like, just make him new. Like, this dude, this poor man, this poor man is cast in this part, and it's different where, like, at least Yaya can be like, I'm not really Morpheus. But this other nigga is supposed to be Agent Smith, and it's like, come. On, that's tough.
4: Yeah, but Agent Smith is ultimately just a computer program, so whatever he looks like is not real.
3: True, but also my thing is like, if that's the case, make it a but. Like literally, give me this one dude having popping another body. <laughs> get Hugo to do the VO of a joint, and just like Agent Smith, or like you know what I'm saying, Mr. Anderson. I, I Like I was. I,
0: yeah, or that guy, that actor that's in the Marvel movies that's able to do his voice really well. But like, he took over for oh, Red Skull. He stuff. was um,
3: Red Skull, yes. Who is that
0: guy? Yeah. Can I also just say this? Something is coming up for me. This is this is going taking it back just a little bit to something we were talking about before, but can we talk about how... Because <laughs> I remember when Candyman was first coming out. Sorry to bring up Candyman, but when Candyman was first coming out and Tony Todd was like, I have not... They didn't ask me. They, like, didn't ask me to come back, but they had already, like, cast Yaya. And then now come to find they cast Yaya in, the, in Matrix 4 and did not ask Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah. Are are, are they just like, listen, we got our new distinguished... They eventually got Tony
3: Todd because he made a big deal out of it. Yeah, because it became a oh. big thing. And it was like, how can you not have Candyman? And it was like, oh, he's coming back for like something. But it was solely because the internet was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, like do a cameo. I don't understand. Because
0: Lawrence Fishburne is so gracefully taught, like Tony Todd was like, he didn't say this, but he was like, fuck them niggas. They didn't, but <laughs> like he was right. coming from a place of like feeling like they burned him a little bit. But Lawrence Fishburne is like, I haven't been invited, and I maybe I'll do blah, blah, blah. And like, I don't care. Like he was <laughs> he did it in a very like formal, like distinguished way. So they just let that stay under the rug. I'm upset.
4: I that I am upset about that. You are, you are right. Because he's he helped make that movie. What it is, just as much as anyone. And I
3: don't. First off, for the people at home, for the young ones, Morpheus, Lauren Spitzburn, took a samurai sword, stood in the middle of a freeway, and sliced a car (laughs) like in a spin. He did a spin move, sliced it, then took the blade across the screen of the camera in a perfectly choreographed pose. Fuck the three point landing. My man did a roll, (laughs) slice, and landed in a three-point stance. Like, Not to mention, shot at it and blew up the car. Oh, because you're right, Bray, I forget he had a hand machine gun at the same time. This black man was fun. off first (laughs) off. Yo, that chase scene, I have studied that chase scene. You can go on YouTube, they break down how they shot it. It is fantastic. They built a freeway, and they just fucking wrecked this fake freeway. For, like, a month. And, like, it is... It is one of the best action sequences filmed of all time. You'll bring that man back? You'll, not back, you'll bring him back? You know, but it is <laughs> cool. It is cool. Like, you know, Trinity realizes that she... I, I do love this. I do love the love aspect of it. I feel like they really touched on it and made it, yeah. like, this This really great, fantastical, like, love, the end-all love. And, like, you know, other. I think other, other movies do, especially when it comes to the superhero genre. Like, The Flash is, like... His girlfriend, his wife, loving the lightning rod, no matter where he is in time. In this, we realized that like Trinity and Neo, we always thought Neo was the one, but he never was the one. It was the two of them who made one, you know. And I think it's like the cool thing when you get married, super one. It's the thing, ba ba ba. That was cool, and
4: I will say this wasn't the this wasn't like the large kind of thing about a uh, picture of what what this movie is about, but. I really like this idea of them kind of debating like, well, you know, Neil's kind of like, well, it seems like everything I did was pointless. Like I like the matrix is here again. Like none of this mattered. And they were like, no, it did matter. Like it affected us. You know, there have been changes. Look at all these, like, look, there are these computers now who are on our side. Like, it's like they, this, this stuff wouldn't be here if you hadn't done that. But other people and Nio- Niobe is supposed to like kind of portray like the people who are fighting in a struggle and then you kind of like you've lost so much that you kind of are like, OK, now let's just hold on to what we've got, you know, and she was like keeping it safe because in a weird way, she did kind of believe that like it didn't like that they, you can't win. You know, and the idea and it's hard because you see like the systems, like if it'll use the matrix itself, right? Like Neo's story, it just consumed it and made it a part of the system of control. And that is like what what happens like in that larger kind of metaphor of what I've always thought the matrix is about, you know, of, like fighting against the like kind of invisible systems that keep us in in control. One of those being capitalism. And uh, <laughs> this is not a political podcast. And, you know, It it uses any form of, you know, protest or rebellion, you know, it'll just turn that into a a Pepsi commercial with Kendall Jenner. And it it could really demotivate, like it could really get people feeling like there's nothing we can do. But the movie kind of had this message of like, don't give up, keep going. Like, even if you're not a savior, like your what you do has an impact. So I liked that.
3: It's so it's so funny. Cause yeah, that was good. You know, this, this is the thing though, man. I don't think y'all I don't think I really peaked it. This movie could have had a swirl, baby. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know if y'all noticed, but it could have had a swirl. Mm. Yeah, yeah, brain. It could have been a one-up swirl. I mean, if you, let's take everybody back because the Matrix, you know. First one, when they were back, you know, when the humans were on their land, like they used to have these orgies when they were just dance like in the in the caves and stuff like that, but like that was, that was tw- 2003, so we didn't get to turn it up a notch. We in 2022, you know, 2021. How do you turn it up a that, baby? I mean, that was pretty turned up. No, no, this is my thing. It was turned up. But, but like 20 years later, you turned that thing up, okay? I mean, and, and, and low, you got to keep the human population going. But now it's not just the humans, you know what I mean? It's the humans and the robots. So now you got mm. the humans and the robots that look like those little things you press your hand on you get the imprint in your hand, that's what the robots look like to me when they're in the in the human world. Now, you had this huge orgy where it's like humans and humans, all like all races don't even matter, but you got the robots in there. So the squirrel comes mm-hmm. from the human and robotness of it all, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how you know they really building you know, build the gap. And then in the new Matrix 5, you got this new hybrid human-robot baby that they got to protect because now this could disrupt everything because they got a human-robot baby because somebody got pregnant from a robot, or maybe the robot got pregnant from a human, I don't know I don't know how the mechanics of the world work yet, because I'm not in the Matrix, but you know what I'm saying, like, now we gotta deal with this, now Neo's like, I gotta protect this baby, because the baby is the future to end in all conflict, because the baby goes in both worlds, come on, come on, <laughs> tell me that ain't the movie, that's a movie, and then the robot, come, yo, come on, the robot can like, do certain things, at the. come on, man, Shit, that's like the Terminator. Oh my god! Come on, man. <laughs> I feel like y'all
0: here. I'm not against. No, I'm. I'm actually not against that. You know, like a like a robot human hybrid. You know that the, <laughs> that's the next that's the next step of this. Oh, but what I, the thing is though, I want. I'm glad we getting all these sequels, but I wanna, I wanna handcock revolutions. You know what? I wanna, I wanna handcock resurrections.
4: What what does that even you know? mean?
0: You get me a Hancock sequel where he comes back. He's back. People not read they not they ain't know. They thought he was gone. He's he's back. Then, you know, the whole first maybe 35 45 minutes it's about you know, it's about him and Jason Bateman and and Charlie Staring again. You know, it's it's them. It's a whole movie about that just to remind you what it used to be about. And then the last hour Hour 15, it's a whole new... It's to finally get to do the new movie. I don't you like know? this. David, wow. you, you, you know what I'm talking about? H- Hancock... I don't. Hancock... Resu- resu- resolution Resol... Stop this, James! Resolutions. Resolutions?
3: Hancock Resolutions?
0: <laughs> yeah, Hancock Resolutions. All right,
4: all right. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them. But whether or not they help to the cause a more leading black actors or actors of color in major motion pictures. So if you think this film truly helped the cause, you give it a black fist, feel like it somewhat helped the cause, give it a white palm. feel like, I don't really feel like this film helped the cause at all. Don't give it anything. It's on the count of three, raise our ratings for uh, The Matrix. Resurrections. I almost said revolutions. Oh, I don't.
0: Res- <laughs> Resolutions, baby. Three. <laughs> Let's make it a thing. Two. One. Wow. When is the last time a movie's got three white palms? Three white palms. I don't know. Listen, There's a lot of representation going on here, right? I almost gave this movie a full fist because there's a lot of really great things happening between Lana directing and Yaya and Jessica Henwick, like, and then just all of the other people of color that that are in this, right? Absolutely you know some great representation and you know of course Keanu is obviously the reason why we did this in the first place right and Jonathan Groff and Neil
4: Patrick Harris are you know both gay men. I mean I know they're right yeah oh my
0: gosh there is so much. hold on this movie this movie might be the most diverse movie of all time right so there's a lot going on here but well
4: we did review Fast and Furious but go
0: ahead (laughs) <laughs> not in, not invite yeah you're right not inviting lawrence Fishburne back is what is why i gave it a palm is the sole reason i gave this movie a palm i can't believe like it's literal erasure like he's not even in this character they're like he's dead but also he's this other black dude like that that was the solution <laughs> i can't believe they did that they just erased this important character you know so so that's it that's that's it
4: Yeah, you know, I gave it a palm because Yaya's in it, but honestly, Yaya's been in bigger things. No, people, his his star isn't necessarily rising from this, though. I'm sure he had fun doing it. I do think Jessica Henwick's star has risen from this a bit, and yeah. So, you know, I think that's kind of my main reason for giving it a white palm. But it still is a movie that's like not going to be a scene as you would think it is, and it's like oh, I forgot to say it. It has a sixty four percent. Or sorry, sixty three percent Rotten Tomatoes, so it's still technically fresh. Like the audience score is sixty four percent, so it's like this movie's average. You know, there is something wrong with that. You know, and Jada pickett Smith is in it, of course,
0: and and Priyanka Chopra, who's very attractive. Yo, what? wow, <laughs> <laughs> we about to get canceled for the two times. <laughs> the two times we brought up Priyanka Chopra it was immediately followed by <laughs> who is very attractive.
3: <laughs> he ain't nothing about the talent, and I. We've given him opportunities to. What do you mean? I, Jessica Henwick is... We about her. We know I, she she's talented. an
4: incredible actress. Yeah, Jada Pickett-Smith is a, a, a... I mean, come on. She's a legend. We're talking about Priyanka,
3: Bray. Oh, yeah. She's very attractive. <laughs> Listen, everyone is... Everyone is attractive and talented equally in this film <laughs> to their counterpart. What, Do You live in Russia? Equally. It doesn't matter... What their age ranges, they look perfect for whatever age range they fall in, whatever gender, whatever, like right. race. They're like the epitome of that race, gender and age. I so have identify like they're wonderful. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm still upset that I miss I miss remembered who I recognized in the boardroom scene. And I still don't know if it was Freema or not. Do y'all remember who the black woman in the, in the, I don't know. Who's famous. I don't know. I don't even know who you're talking about. It's fine. Forget y'all. I'm a, somebody will tell me, <laughs> somebody will tell me.
3: We're not fans of that show. Sorry.
1: Uh,
3: all right. Um, no, but I think again, I think the same. I thought, I thought like it was nice representation. Like, yeah, Yaya is famous. And I think like, yeah, now we're talking about Jessica a little bit more. Found out that she turned down Shang-Chi to be in this movie. They want her to play the sister. She's like, nah. And because of that, we have that new actress who got to play the sister. And that was her, like her first movie ever. Oof, that, so, okay. yeah, I think it's some That's positive. True. that came to this. Um I heard they probably won't make a sequel. Who knows? We get a, Maybe we get HBO Max show. I mean, granted, she's already in She wanted. She did it for two Marvel. reasons, she said. She wanted, she, one, wanted to do The Matrix, but then all, so apparently, it was a wild story. Like, she went, like, hiking, was about to quit acting and all this other shit. Came back down. Was
0: about to quit
3: acting? Yeah, yeah. And then Matrix. I'm going home. I'm done. And then <laughs> Matrix and then Shang-Chi came up. They wanted her to be the sister, but she always wanted to, I guess, redo her character from Iron Fist because, again, her character becomes Iron Fist, which I think is... If you're going to introduce Iron Fist in the MCU, just let it be her. I think it's a much better idea. <laughs>
0: that was smart. Maybe that was actually a smart move. I, I, it's hard to say. No, that is the move you make. I'm I'm a little offended, actually, that they asked her to be the sister in Shang-Chi as, as if people w- wouldn't have been watching, as if the diehards wouldn't have been watching closely enough to notice the same damn actor, and then they <laughs> would have been so... Con- they would have been so, like... <laughs>
3: I'm sorry. That's so upsetting. But, you know, Marvel does that. They they do the same person twice every now and then. But anyway, I... I,
4: I... Well, that they really cut... I mean, I know that the TV universe did actually meld with the mcu but like now the tv universe is kind of over well, so it's tricky right. now
3: and we can't talk to you break as you have seen the matrix in theaters but not spider-man
4: oh yeah and there you go you have a multiverse that screws everything up i don't even know
0: exactly so like why would you cap i'm sorry this is not the point of it. The- what if we
3: talked for the next hour about this <laughs> because i could but it was good again i'm very happy this movie exists if they get a chance i hope they do like I would love if they did, like, a TV show that focused on other characters who are, like, in the Matrix. Or, like, honestly... Hancock Resolutions, baby! Or or if they were just in the real world and we never actually went into the Matrix. Like, what is that like when, like, you're scavenging and you gotta go to, like, a world that's overrun by robots and humans are in columns? Did you ever see the Animatrix? Yes, Bray. That's About, just, yeah. Yes, I want that so you live want that. action. A hundred percent, Bray. Yes, that's what I want live action. Yeah. Cause yeah. it could be cool. Like how like yeah. what is it like when your food is bland all the time where you're not in low and like you're you know, you're you're roughing it. Like what happens when you're like legit in the caverns roughing it?
4: All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We got links to the merchandise. We have a defunct Patreon. We have a year's worth of episodes on there. We won't be doing new ones. But if you want to subscribe for $5 a month, you can listen to those old episodes and then unsubscribe whenever you want. Or keep subscribed so just to kind of support
0: the show. That's cool, too. If 200 people tweet at me directly wow. for us to review Lovecraft Country, then I will fight really hard for us to do Lovecraft Country on that. On the, on the Patreon. Oh, wow. But exactly 200 people have That's to nice. tweet at me directly. Okay, well, go ahead and guys <laughs> do that.
4: Uh, if you give us five stars on iTunes, we'll read your reviews. Review on the air. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened yet since the last time we read one, so <laughs> do it again. You can follow me at John Braylon.
0: Follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is 3rd. You can follow my comics company at Rule of Three Comics. Three is the number three.
3: You can follow me on Twitter at Gerard Milligan. I haven't had my Instagram really in like a month, guys. So, you know, yeah, I took it off my phone. Wow.
4: Is this a New Year's revolu- resolution?
3: No, it's not necessarily a resolution because I don't think I realized this year. I don't think I really believe in New Year's resolutions. I just feel like you can just make a change whenever you want, you know? <laughs> yeah, social media, like Instagram was like really affecting me in a way that was different than Twitter. because I feel like Twitter, I wasn't really dealing with anything crazy. So I got off her IG it's been feeling good. At first it felt like a drug. I was shaking like legit. Like I got a check, but now I don't see no thirst traps. I feel good.
0: <laughs> that is the biggest one, isn't it? I love that. The first, the first thing that you're excited about not seeing
3: is thirst. traps. <laughs> it was, a, You know what it was? It was the, th- it was the thirst trap with an inspirational quote. And it was like, do nobody care about that cat behind you. Like you half naked in this photo.
4: Well, you got to <laughs> put an inspirational quote with thirst trap. Otherwise, it's weird. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
4: Uh, all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Next week, I don't know what we'll review. You, should we review that respect?
0: Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Is that
4: too late? Is that too old? I guess that it's not really getting nominated as much, is it?
3: I mean, I got a screener for it. I mean, yeah, I think I do too. Let's do it. You know what's so funny is I watched it, but I realized Shakespeare iambic pentameter, I just don't like hearing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't like Shakespeare. I love it. I don't like hearing iambic pentameter. It takes all the, like, it just kills me. Specifically the iambic pentameter. It's not the outdated language. <laughs> or the like, old super old stories.
0: It's it is it is, <laughs> it is it is, man. I'm sorry. Not all of not all of Macbeth is in iambic pentameter, though. Enough of it is. <laughs> not enough
4: of it. To be or not to be, that is the question. Right, we
3: can do it. We can do it. I mean, it looks gorgeous. So I'd rather do that over respect. Oh no, but you know, but it's, it's Macbeth. It shares it. Yeah, it shares. He shares a lot with Francis Norman because Lady Macbeth. We should do respect. Let's do respect.
4: Just a little bit.
3: Do you feel good about this? <laughs> All right. Peace. <laughs> ah! Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right.
0: Forever.
2: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey.